When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. In Cutler! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The director of Hoosiers and Rudy, David Anspaugh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With me saying how much fake Rudy is. Hoosiers? None of that happens! Is that what you're saying? Today's guests. Sports media personality, John Boy. Stanford head coach, David Shaw. Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel. CNN Plus host and 12-year NBA veteran, Rex Chapman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. It's this uh, latest edition of the Rich Eisen Show. How is everybody today? That's a rhetorical question. I'm assuming you're just as good as all of us here in the Los Angeles studios of the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We've got some terrific guests uh, here today. Can't wait to tell you who they are if you haven't just already heard. Um, we say hello to a Peacock audience and Sirius XM Channel 85 audience, the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate group from coast to coast, Odyssey. However, you are streaming this show maybe for your ears on the Odyssey app. And then we say hello to all of our podcast listeners at Cumulus Podcast Network and where all podcasts can be acquired. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you miss here today. Chris Brockman, good to see you, sir. Hey, Rich, we're still nominated, right? They didn't take that they away. They did not take that away <laughs> from us. They didn't. They did not take that away from us. Good okay, to see good. you. Jay Felly, how are you? What's up, Rich? Good to see you. Uh, TJ Jefferson, lighting the candle, sir. How yeah. are you? Well, Rich, you know, um, much like Roman Reigns, the travel chief, we are needle movers because we are... I'm made for sports Emmy. Needle movers. I do. do like that. We move needles. I do like that. Uh, it's interesting you say that because that's the way I referred to myself. As the needle mover? Years ago when I first <laughs> when I first took over NFL game day mornings hosting roles uh, from way back in the day from Spiro Didis. I remember that. Uh, he was hosting that program from the very beginning. Um, and then a couple years in, and they, you know, they they said, "How'd you like to move from the nighttime to the daytime, and uh, host uh, the uh, NFL Network pregame show on a on a football Sunday?" I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> Did you have to think about it? Uh, no. Okay. And, you were doing both for a little bit too. I don't think I did. I do both. Yeah, you did. Oh my god! Like, That's like ten, eleven. Falling you, you asleep both, at yeah. night, and whatever. <laughs> well, at any rate. You know, uh, whatever it takes. There's a rich and there's an I in rich and Eisen, but I'm a team player. But at any rate, so uh, there's a me and team. So, so the ratings came in in at, at the very end of year one of my tenure there, and they were up. Mm-hmm. So I looked at Marshall Falk, who was you know an analyst from the very first NFL game day morning to the end of his tenure at the network, and. Um, and he's sorely missed every single Sunday. He uh, he looks at me, mm-hmm. and I look at him, and, and at I'm like, I, I just looked at him. I I said, "You're welcome." And how do you think Marshall took that? That's <laughs> not well. Not, not well. well. <laughs> so I decided there's like, two what? ways. There's two ways to handle Marshall Falk. Uh-huh. Okay, you um, defer to him, mm-hmm. or you just push the pedal to the metal. I'm going to say you took the ladder. Well, no, there's other times I, I defer to him okay. for many different ways. I mean, you you know, watching football with him, he's like Rain Man. Like the football toothpicks are on the ground, and he'll tell you exactly how many fell. He's a savant. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. He'll look at, you know, some people lining up, and he'll go, uh, this is an interception coming. This is a fumble coming. This is going to the right. This is going to the left. And it's right every time. 
So you defer to him. This time I pushed the pedal to the metal and I decided to double down and I referred to myself as the needle mover. <laughs> okay. So the fact that you mentioned that. So Roman that's Reigns, what's up. That's what's up. Roman Reigns owes you some uh, ah, merchandise. Yes. I'm, the, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the needle mover. I'm the needle mover. <laughs> um, so Chris Brockman's professionalism is going to be sorely tested today because... Um, it's not every day? Well... <laughs> Good one. Good one. But I, I would say out of Chris Brockman's top five favorite athletes mm-hmm. of all time. I can name them for you. Um, top five favorite athletes of all time. And if this guy's on the list, if you had to say all New England and Syracuse orange athletes must be removed from the list. Gotta be out. Number one on his list. This is top number one favorite athlete of all time. No doubt. And we're taking away all Pats and Bucks. All Pat and anybody orange. anybody okay. remotely close to New England. Gotcha. At no, all. no Celtics. Remove no Red them. Sox. Remove them from the list. No they, Georgia Bulldogs. Number no, one they, is they, Eldrick they, Tiger Woods. Number one. Fact. Correct. Facts. Right. Okay. So um the fact that here we are on April seventh. 2022, less than 14 months removed from his February 23rd, 2021 accident that left him um, bad shape. At first blush, mortally wounded, it seemed. Um, And nearly caused him to lose his right leg. The fact that he's at Augusta, uh, you know, standing upright, looking like he never left, and playing in the Masters. is you, There's no words for it. There's no words for it. It truly is one of the most remarkable comebacks we've ever seen. And by the end of the day, figuratively, we will be talking about, name the greatest comeback in the history of anything, sports, anything. This is one of them. It doesn't matter what he does today, and it doesn't matter what he does tomorrow. And hopefully what he does Saturday and Sunday. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I know anything can happen. And I know that this is obviously a, a, uh, a round of attrition for somebody who couldn't walk as of, of, you know, a year ago, less than a year ago, whenever he was out and about, whenever he was able to be out and about. That this is the tough part for him, is walking the course. But just four holes in, and you see what he looks like, and you see how he's hitting it, and you see the way he's shaping it, and you see the way he's putting it. This guy's back, and he's not just back, but when he was asked the question earlier this week, do you think you can win the Masters? I do. And that's his response. <laughs> I, do. I do. You know, how do you think otherwise? His first hole today, he had one of those classic Tiger Woods 10-footer to save par right in the front door. He's, as of this very second, parred the first four holes. He just tapped in on a par three, his first par three. And he almost birdied the par five second hole. Inch to the left. So, look, I I know that golf isn't everybody's favorite sport. And there's a lot of people who haven't played golf. And I know that you pointed out yesterday, TJ Jefferson, that you've never been anybody's house for... Crib. Anybody's crib for (laughs) a a Sunday Masters party when when a caller asked what would you rather yeah. do see a super bowl on a sunday or a masters sunday and you're you're kind of like get out of here with that just saying if those parties <laughs> exist i ain't been invited but this is exactly why we watch sports this is exactly why we love watching sports this is exactly why we can all get together and watch sports as a community in a world where it's fractured and people are pointing fingers at each other we can all actually get together and talk about this guy who everybody has some memory of because it's 25 years since his first victory at the Masters. The one for the ages, as uh, Jim Nance referred to it earlier this week. 
come on now. Tiger Woods, y'all, is essentially what I'm saying. Come on. And, uh, and we will be, and we are so fortunate to be here on NBC Sports on Peacock, this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Station, and Sirius XM Odyssey, and all of our platforms. We are so fortunate that every single second that we're on the air today, Tiger Woods will be out on the course at Augusta National as um, a player, as a threat to win the Masters when we thought we'd never see him play again, let alone look like this, let alone have it all together the way he appears to have it all together. Because I don't see an ounce of body fat on this guy, and I don't see a hitch in his giddy-up. I don't know if he's just chomping Motrin. By the way, that's not a bad f- uh, name there. I don't know what he's doing, but Rich, whatever. You can't, you can't say it and then be like, that's a good van. I just, you know what I mean? Just, okay. just let it happen. Just let it all, I got yeah, it. I got it. Appreciate I got that. I got it. Uh, he's chomping Motrin right now, which is similar to chopping broccoli. Whatever he's doing, he's chopping doing broccoli. it well, and he's crushing it, and it's exciting. And that, just to bring it all full circle, is exactly why Chris Brockman's professionalism will be tested throughout. <laughs> what? And we've got uh, four guests. And, uh, Chris, you're going to have to do the news, top of hour number two, because right, there's so much going on in the NFL, NFL world. We it. are three weeks removed from the NFL draft. I will be uh, in front of the fountains at the Bellagio, like one of the uh, the, the Ocean's Four on, our, on the, Rich, uh, on the uh, NFL Network set will be me and Daniel Jeremiah and the 100% great human, grade A individual, Charles Davis, oh, and um, and for the 10th year in a row, David Shaw, coach of Stanford football, he's going to join us in the middle of hour number two. And there's mock drafts everywhere, and Kayvon Thibodeau, who is going to go either first overall or second overall, as Peter Schrager in his mock draft put out there on Good Morning Football today, or he could be ninth overall, 10th overall, is it Aiden Hutchinson first overall? You know, I want Sauce fourth overall. So um, David Shaw will be joining us in the middle of hour number two. And then in hour number three, Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Tennessee Titans. How does a coach get ready to pick 26th on the clock? That's where the Titans choose. And as you know, Mike Vrabel was, uh, he's the reigning coach of the year. Uh, But he and the Titans put forward um, their own overtime rule change concept of forcing whoever gets the ball first if they score a touchdown forcing them to go for two the uh, nfl membership uh, did not vote on that they voted on just the straight up both teams get to touch it and vrabel called that uh, an improvement and i can't wait he's the first nfl head coach that we've had on we've got john harbaugh of the ravens on tomorrow he's the first one that we've had on since the owners approved this rule for the playoffs starting next year can't wait to game out with an actual NFL head coach, a coach of the year, the reigning coach of the year, the reigning Cody of the NFL, to just game out like, so what are you going to do? What are you, you must have thought all this out already since you put together your own proposal. And, you know, there's talk of A.J. Brown being on the market because D.K. Metcalf, there's talk of him being on the market. I doubt A.J. Brown is going anywhere um, and Vrabel, by the way, made uh, the list of finalists for the Patriots Hall of Fame. Oh. Yes. He's in. Well, I mean, uh, you see who else is uh, a finalist. You know who's a finalist? Parcells. He's not in. Yeah, uh, because I think he once famously he said he couldn't shop for the groceries yeah, there. Yeah, he left. No, but he's, he, <laughs> he left for the Jets, which, as you know, is a no-no. <laughs> Took great. Belichick with him, by the way. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris Martin, too. Let's not forget. Um, that's the way the Jets-Patriots rivalry really began. Because unless you want to talk the Ken O'Brien, Tony Eason years, nah, I don't. sparked it. <laughs> so uh, Vrabel in hour number three. Um, also in studio, hour number three. Love this guy. Um, and uh, he's got his new show on CNN Plus. Interview show. One of the best basketball players of his generation. The great, the one and only Rex Chapman here in studio. Yes. So there's so much to talk about with Rex in hour number three. I'm so excited. I don't believe I've ever met him in person, by the way. Interviewed him, chatted with him. I've become, I would would call him a friend just based on, you know, our conversations, direct message, texts, interviewed him. I think this first time I've ever met him. That's awesome. 
So he'll be here in studio in hour number three. But today is opening day in baseball. And when Rex sits down here to start talking to us in hour number three, um, that's when the first pitch of the season will be thrown by Kyle Hendricks of the Cubs against the Milwaukee Brewers. Would have been Yankees-Red Sox, but that got rained out. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, they got postponed as of yesterday. Yeah. Zach Greinke's return to the Kansas City Royals, who's starting Bobby Witt's son today. Talk about how old you possibly can be. Greinke, I believe, is in year 16 of his career. How about them apples? Wow. Against Shane, don't call me Justin Bieber, for the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. First game of the Guardians today. All right. Uh, the... St. Louis Cardinals are starting Adam Wainwright with Albert Pujols on the team, which means what year is it? Are they the Lakers of the Major League Baseball this year? You got the, the Mets starting... Uh, Jacob DeGrom. No. Nope. Oh, nope. Max Scherzer. Nope. Oh. Uh, it looks like Jimmy McGill of Better Call Saul <laughs> fame is starting. <laughs> that would be Tyler. <laughs> oh, it's Tyler McGill? It's Tyler McGill. Oh, sorry. We're talking Better Call Saul with Giancarlo Esposito as our first guest t- t- tomorrow. My Are bad. You sure it's not My bad. Max Freed will take the bump hey! for the Braves for title defense. Stop. And Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, not part of the Freddie Freeman yet. fan club, will be uh, part of the uh, the attempt to uh, to um, repeat. Otani taking the bump down the road from here against the Astros, and then Hugh Darvis versus Madison Bumgarner for the Padres and the Diamondbacks. And that's the way opening day of Major League Baseball's 2022 season begins. And joining us in just a mere matter of moments to talk about it is the founder and CEO of John Boy Media, John Boy himself, will be joining us. So, we got ourselves a full slate today, do we not? What a Thursday. That'll be fun. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some baseball. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. would love to hear from you about what you're interested in and talking about. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. John Boy of John Boy Media. Let's talk some baseball, everybody. It's opening day, and Tiger Woods is back at the Masters. What a Thursday. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We are a baseball uh, show, as you know. 
Not many uh, national we do talk, TV, we talk more radio simulcasts talk yes. a lot about yes. baseball. Um, you know, I was the first ever host of Major League Baseball's coverage on ESPN Radio way back in, I think, 1997. So, and I just love the sport. Can't get enough of it. And it just drives me crazy. And, um, but I, I can't quit it. And uh, this man's coverage makes me enjoy it more. I'll be honest with you. And and the way he talks about it and the way that um, his media group talks about it brings it to an age group that baseball desperately needs it to be brought to, to be very, very honest with you. So uh, on opening day, we were talking to each other like, who do you want to talk to about it? And this was the consensus choice to let's get him on. And he's kind enough to join us here on opening day of the 2022 season. He is the founder and CEO of John Boy Media, John Boy himself. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. I feel honored that I was the consensus pick. You Thank were. you very much for having me. You were. That's a fact. That is an absolute fact. So um, I don't know which way to go with this one. Uh, were you, how nervous were you during the lockout? Let's, t- let's talk that one first. What did you think about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I really thought they were going to miss some games. So I'm excited that we got to 162. It wasn't as ugly as I thought it was going to be. It was kind of just more comical with the fake deadlines and one side saying there's a deadline and the other side saying we don't believe you. One side canceling games and the other side saying we don't believe you. And then they ended up uncanceling all the games. So uh, we got to a good spot in the end. Absolutely. So uh, tell me why the Dodgers are, we, we, why we should just watch it. Why, why the other 29 uh, have a chance or some, some of them do. Walk me through that one first. Well, even if it is the Dodgers the whole way through, and I do think they're going to go pole to pole first place, and I do have them going to the World Series again, I, I think that's going to be exciting because I don't know what arms are going to do it in L.A. They have a, a lot of young arms that are going to impress us. They don't have the same starting pitching, but they're just so good. Other than that, baseball's got great parity, so there's going to be some team that surprises us and makes the playoffs and then maybe makes a run and, Hopefully the Giants can give the Dodgers a run for their money again. And I think the AL East has four teams that have pretty similar odds to win the division and then can do whatever they want in the playoffs, depending on who's healthy and how they're rolling. So the AL East should be fun. You know, I, I and, you know, when you talk about the AL East, it's just it's, it is hard to not choose the Rays just because, you know, um, by the end of the day, you know, you'll know that no matter what happens, they 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 put the ball in play. They strike you out more. They they've got arms that for days that throw a hundred miles an hour. They've got a manager who does not care what you think about openers instead of starters and anything like that. Everybody fields it. Everyone hits it. And you know, you might not have a whole bunch of them on your fantasy team, but put them together and they're tough to beat. Am I wrong about that one? I agree with you. I was shocked when I saw the odds, and and a lot of the experts are kind of down on the Rays this year, I think, because the names aren't there, but the names are never there. You're basically just, it's a team of silhouettes. You know, they're they're like rostered interchanged during the lockout when they changed all the faces, because you never know any of them. And they're going to be there for four years, and they're going to torment us and then win. And I, I, I chose the Rays to win the division, and I said I didn't even look at the roster. I have no idea who they are. I'm with you. I'm so with you, John Boy. I'm so 100% with you. And they're so frustrating. And again, you and I come from the same pinstripe approach here because the Yankees have got a gajillion dollars, and the Rays, you know, don't. And the Yankees have, you know, Monument Park and the Rays have all of these rings in their stadium that you need to know is going to, you know, is whether is in play or not, you know. So um, but by the end of the day, they'll just beat you anyway. Um, Who is the surprise team then, do you think, in the American League? this year well the blue the blue jays haven't made the playoffs they didn't make the playoffs last year it's not going to be a surprise because everybody is is choosing them and and they have a really really complete roster the the lineup's great the starting staff is is top tier the bullpen's really good maybe to fans that aren't paying attention to the offseason moves and the changes and and just tune in on opening day and then get caught up maybe they'll be a little surprised that they are the favorite to win the division, fairly, uh, and some places don't have them as a favorite, but a lot do. So I think that might be a surprise for some people. Um, other than that, I, I really don't know. I think 
there I think it's very top heavy. I don't know if we're going to get a surprise surprise team. Like I hope the Mariners uh catch some eyes in the West again and actually make the playoffs because they're young and they're fun. They made some moves to better their club and they almost made the playoffs last year. So that might be a surprise team to to make the dance, but I wouldn't pick them to win the World Series. So then who's your American League team to face the Dodgers in the World Series? What do you got? I like the White Sox, hmm. and I say that because I can't say another AL East team, and I don't really believe it's the Yankees, and I can't give the Red Sox Rays or Blue Jays any love, so that leaves me with the White Sox. <laughs> I like your process. I like your process. Very, It's impressive, John Boy. So um, let's get to the Yankees. It's the, it's the pitching, right? They just, you know, it's it's Cole. Cole is way too up and down for somebody that's supposed to be locked in all the time for the amount of money he makes, um, right? And then Severino, it's their starters. What what concerns you about the Yankees? Yeah, it's it's an interesting situation with the Yankees pitching because they finished last year as a top five pitching staff in the rotation and the bullpen, according to WAR and ERA plus and all those fun stats, but. Cole carries a lot of that weight, and if he's hurt, uh, like he was at the end of last year, or fatigued, like he said, then it dooms you. And you can't have a hurt Cole on the road in the wild card. So the, the staff can be really good. If Severino is back, and he's anything like the Severino we know, and he showed signs at the end of last year, that'd be a really, really fun one-two punch. So it is you know, opening day. We are optimistic and, yes. and dreaming. So I'm dreaming of Severino having a quality year. I really like Jordan Montgomery as a, a three or four. I think he's a grinder. I think he'll always have a couple games that ruin his season-long ERA, but he'll he'll give the team a chance to win more than he doesn't. And hopefully Tyone can step up. So the pitching was good last year. It was the offense that was the problem. Uh, maybe it was fluky. I'm not sure. I do love their bullpen. I like the Yankees' bullpen a lot. They've uh, really changed their developmenting development on the pitching side in the minor leagues, and it's it showed. John Boy of John Boy Media here on the Rich Eisen Show. Again, one of the many things that you do so well is show the game within the game in such a way that is not only entertaining and occasionally profane, but um, is is just straight up what what what's being talked about and what's being um, perpetrated sometimes. So uh, are we done with the spider attack? Is that all done, do you think, or what? Is that well, done? Uh, we have a very funny update. MLB came out and they said, we are going to change the process uh, of umpires checking the pitchers this year because I think that's kind of them sneakily admitting that it ticked back up. And if you look at a lot of pitchers last year at the end of the year, it ticked back up. So you go, oh, interesting, you're going to change the process. What do you think? you have to do that's much more intense to catch these guys. And they announced that they will now be checking the pitcher's fingertips. What's going on there? What do you think? What's going on there? Seems like uh, they might have, maybe that should have been the first place they checked (laughs) from the start. (laughs) Instead of the Uh, belt? Instead of the belt and the the shoelaces and all that? Um, They did, uh, yeah, they they did belt, hat, glove last year so i think a lot of pitchers said okay i'll just put it somewhere that's not those three places so we will see we will see because at the end of uh, in september last year a lot of pitchers it definitely ticked back up and you're like hmm they might be having again so now the umpires will check their fingertips (laughs) and uh hopefully it goes away because i I don't like all those blights or the the doubt that it puts into play. What is pitchcom? What the hell is this thing? Can you explain it and what what uh, how how this was? It might actually change the way that st- signs are stolen in baseball, John Boy. Yeah. So I, I, if I have this correct, I I, I I'm not uh, 100, percent but I, I I believe it's a it's a wristband that the pitcher wear the catcher wears. Yes. And he he signals the pitch that he wants to call to the pitcher, and the pitcher has a little speaker in his hat that like whispers it to him like Siri and and they're allowed to give two defensive players the hats as well so you would guess it would be the shortstop and the second baseman so they know what pitch is being called and the idea is to stop pitch stealing uh which in theory is good and if that's all it is I'm okay with it uh the first time a team taps into the system and steals it electronically, I think you have to punish them, like fully, fully punish them right away, because you know someone's going to try 
But in theory, it should speed up the game. Uh, I, I, I do love I'm, – I'm pretty open to a lot of the changes of speeding up the game and making it all more entertaining and all that. Uh, I do love watching the pitcher and catcher communicate without words and, and shaking no and the fake shakes. Uh, Zach Greinke does a lot of fake shakes where he shakes no, but he doesn't really mean it just to fake out the batter. So we'll lose a little bit of that, but if, if it takes away sign stealing and, and scheming and we get a more honest approach, I'm fine with that. So it's in the hat? Like I, I can't wait to see how this works. And so, if a shortstop and a and a and a second baseman have it, because it, from what I read, it not only communicates what the pitch is, but the location as well. And so, and it works in English and Spanish as well. That like, let's just say there's six thousand fans in a in a stadium because a team stinks, or it's you know twelve thirty at night, and they went through a three hour rain delay. Is it possible somebody's leading off a second base and they hear something in the ear of communicating of the shortstop? Like, is that entirely possible of, I, of hearing I'd, that? I'd love to test it out and see because how loud is it? Right? I mean, can they not? Can they hear it if the if the crowd is loud? Is now football come into play where you're you know screaming so the pitcher can't hear the call because then they'll just revert back to their fingertips? So that weirded me out when they said it was a robot saying it. Like, I, why wouldn't it just be like a bzz, bzz, or you know? I don't know. It seems like a, a little buzz would be better, but to have someone whisper to you, I think it would throw me off my game if I had a robot talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, I'm, sometimes my guy Brockman gets in my ear and he sounds very robotic, and it, it throws me off a little bit too. So you That's never a know. Fair point. Fair point. So, uh, John Boy, uh, walk me through your process. How do you decide what deserves one of your fame breakdowns or not? Walk me through, like, say, Oscar night, what that was like for you. Uh, Oh, so my baby was asleep already. I had put him down, and I was uh, on the couch yes. by myself. And for that one, it was, well, I got tagged in it a bunch because uh, at first it w- people thought it was going to be a lip-reading situation because they muted it in the U.S. Yes. So I, my Twitter blew up, and then, and then uh, the other footage came out. There was one from Australia that was not bleeped, and then there's one from uh, Japan, which yes. had it. Uh, uncensored uh, what Will Smith yelled, but also had like the Japanese overdub. And they were all three of those were going around. So I thought it would be beneficial to mix the three. So that's what I did. I combined the three. So it's one fluid, no Japanese overdub, the Australia, the actual words. And then I kind of just, you know, walked through why Will, why he took offense and, and then kind of pointed out some funny stuff that I noticed and, uh, yeah, once I realized there's three different clips going around, and it would probably be helpful if I just combined them for people, right. knowing that it was hot. And if I, I – that, that was a breakdown that I, I – if I made it the next day, I don't think it gets as much attention, but I was able to make it within the hour. And I, I got 20 million views <laughs> in 12 amazing. hours. It's amazing. Wow. 20 million views in half a yeah, day. Across Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube—it went nuts. So, do you you're cutting this yourself? Like you're like I I, I got to do this like on the spot, or you got a team? Yep, I, you... I grabbed all the footage, went down to my office in the in the basement, and <laughs> pieced it together and, and edited, it, posted it. That is truly the most. I still can't believe he slapped him. I still can't believe that actually happened, John Boy. No, it's uh, a lot of people thought it was fake, but now the repercussions are coming down. And you think? I hope. I don't think people think it's fake anymore. What's your favorite one you've done for baseball? What's, what, which one do you think is the best one you've done? Your breakdowns. We're up to like a thousand now, so that's it's tough. Uh, people, there's ones that you know the Boone's speech, the savages in the box, still cracks me up every time I hear it. But that's all him. I didn't do much. Um, <laughs> There's some good lip readings. I always loved Gabe Kapler when he was on the Phillies because he was kind of so earnest in his uh, arguments with umpires. Mm-hmm. Whenever I can tackle the, the lip reading and, and really think I got it, that's fun. Um, let's see, the Amir Garrett fight one, that's a while back, but everybody enjoys that. Last year I had the when Scherzer got checked for sticky stuff and then Joe Girardi was yelling at uh, across the dugout. And they had to rub the umpire's fingers through his hair. That was really fun. That was a fun one. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that one. He's just like, you got to be kidding me. That was a good one. Yeah. Did you ever get any blowback? Somebody was like really pissed that you, you tapped into something that, uh, that actually happened. And, um, and they didn't want the, the John Boyce lip reading treatment spotlight placed on it. Has that ever happened with you? Mm-hmm. No, I no, I haven't. I, whenever we interview players or meet players, sometimes they'll say like, "Oh, you did one," and I, I always ask, "Did I 
Did I get it right? And usually they're like, yeah. I, I try not to ever really put someone on full blast. I think now I know people watch them, so it's it's trends more towards humor than critique. But, no, I haven't. I'm sure there's been players that haven't enjoyed uh, a video or, or just, you know, a bad moment. There was that uh, Pirates first baseman, Will Craig, who had one of the worst blunders ever, oh, and I, I made a video on it, and, you know, just this is one of the worst blunders ever. So I'm sure he didn't watch it or enjoy that it was made, but... What are you going to do? You mean running somebody back to home plate like he's got him in yeah. a rundown? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a first bet. A grounder to I've first, running him back, running him back to home plate like like a li- that was little league stuff. That was unbelievable. Yeah. It was very bizarre. Could have just stepped on first. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, all right, before I let you go, uh, what what is what are we not talking about? What's coming this season? What are you hearing about? What do you think is going to be? Because I I didn't think. You know, we would be talking spider tack in the middle of the year last year uh, until obviously a couple of games got played. But what what are you hearing? What, what can you what can you tell us? Anything on that front, John Boy? It's been such a crazy off season that we have we had so many moves. Um, I don't know. Like it doesn't seem like there's a big target in the off season right now that we know. Like, hey, this guy's going to get traded for come the All Star break or right. around there. So um, I'm hoping that it's really the NL East and and the AL East are kind of really top-heavy, a bunch of teams, good baseball. I don't I don't have any, uh, you know, drama that I am aware of besides the baseball games. Well, one thing exciting. I think one thing I think you should keep an eye on if you if I may, and I think you will anyway, but uh, the umpires trying to figure out how to announce to the crowd what they've actually decided for the first time, they're being forced to just like every other ref in sports or official in sports explain to the crowd they don't they what they've decided to uh adjudicate once replay is over they can't just you know give one sign and grunt at a base and just leave it at that anymore i I, yeah 15 years later mlb finally did it i mean right so like which there's gonna be some umpires that just won't be able to handle the explanation factor or anything like that or miss the camera or something like that I think yeah, there's be... a lot of like you know they don't have their uh, stage ready voice. Yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be funny to hear some of them stumble through it, and and also sometimes the the upstairs ump gets it wrong, and then they have to be the one that tells everyone that. Oops. And not say, yep. you know, it wasn't me, it was him. Yeah. That's what they tell the players. That's... I mean, I've, I've, I've lip read that before. They say, hey, that upstairs made this call. I don't know. I... They're not going to say that to the crowd. I was just saying the other day, I'm upset this has happened after Joe West retires. You know, deny, so you know d- denying us one extra way for him to communicate to the fans that he doesn't really care to communicate with them. It's just like that. that, that's, that disappoints me. That he's gone. I would bet you when he read the headline, he he thought about coming out back out of retirement. <laughs> just to show his now dis- he's got a mic. <laughs> That's right. Just to show his disdain verbally, you know, for everybody. Yes. Uh, John Boy, congrats on all your remarkable success and look for my call. I'd love to keep in touch with you and just get your uh, unique perspective on this sport. I think it's valuable and uh, and and unique and entertaining. And thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you for having me. You got it. That's uh, John Boy of John Boy Media. I follow him. Everybody pretty much has to, I think, in order to be online. Um, he's joining well, us a, here on opening day. Fan. You're I mean, a baseball fan. You're not following you know, him and his, well, it's not and just his that, crew. His breakdown of Will Smith and Chris Rock on Oscar night was hilarious. But also uh, a public service. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they're comprehensive. They're they're funny, and he is just a great A lip reader. Yeah. And next level. And that was um, that was great. That was a funny, funny breakdown. But also, con- like you want to know exactly what happened and how it set it up and how he laughed at the joke first, and then he saw the side eye from his wife. And then suddenly he gets up there, and then this is proof why it was real. And then here was Chris Rock's reaction afterwards, and he basically then said to Will Smith, "I'm not going to talk about her anymore, okay?" And then like a GI Jane joke, all, like, all of it. Yeah, like he had even this. God bless him. He had like the the movie poster of GI Jane that he put up on the on on his breakdown to just show you what is happening. Then again, just. 
as somebody who talks about this stuff for a living and has a daily program that uses video and then repurposes it online, the fact that he's still going and stuff doesn't get taken down is just, his streak is incredible. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Now he's, he, he's more of a, he's more of an effective pirate than the Pittsburgh Pirates. I know. You like that one? Rich, we got to get to break because we have to talk about Tiger. Dude, man. I already I, know. I already know what's going on I, with him. Not only because I, I can, you know, multitask, but I just see your reactions while I'm talking to a guest. I know. I and apologize. you're like I wigging apologize. out I over there. I apologize. Like, you know, I mean. Well, he had a birdie putt lip out, on, I, he I could out tell, on five. I could tell in the middle of that when I'm talking about the rings in the Tropicana Field or whatever the hell they call it yeah, down there know, in Vital Land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I thought you were like reacting by looking up. Yeah. Was, you know, like no. you were looking at one of those rings. No, no, he missed the putt that I was telling everybody that he had thrown a dart for on five i know that he had missed that yeah, yeah. based on no, the I, mean, I mean it whipped out like it was right in the hole and at the last second broke left and then whipped out but and, and, then, then, and then i could tell that he actually had a great dart on a par three on six correct that it was so close because i saw your reaction i have it on my screen here right. i looked to my left i saw that he was that yes. close and then i saw your reaction that he just tapped it in and he's one under par am i correct i haven't even looked at anything <laughs> he's one under through six yes or no Yes. Thank you. <laughs> this is why I'm nominated twice. He's in the pine oh, straw on seven, though, on the right. His tee shot went that a was on a, I, I, You didn't have an, uh, an, an emotional reaction to that. Well, because so. I was involved in the conversation oh. as it was happening. Well done, sir. I was watching That's why and you're talking. nominated as Thank well. Thank you. I'm watching and talking. <laughs> And this I don't have a, a monitor, so I have no really idea what you guys me. are talking about. <laughs> TJ, like, I, Masters.com. Masters.com. Just put it on. Come on. Guys, I, don't, I don't see it either. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done, everybody. <laughs> no clue. All right. We'll take a break. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Uh, I read something um, that is totally outrageous, and I don't know how this could possibly be said by such a, uh, a publication as consumer reports and travel and leisure all together. How does that sound for a break? <laughs> wow. And it's ease. I don't understand it. That's coming up next. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs and the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Callaway, Team Callaway member Taylor Gooch is tied for the lead at the Masters right now. Through halfway through uh, his first round, close to it. He's through, uh, now yeah, he's making the turn at two under par. Rich is going uh, to shortly. Amen Corner. That's where he's going. Well, okay, very good. That's where he's headed. He's number two through eight uh, holes right now. And he's out there with the Callaway Rogue Irons, just like you should be. Yeah. What you should do is uh, figure out which is the best Callaway Iron, Rogue Iron to go Rogue with. Rogue SD Irons come in four different uh, offerings. Um, the one I use is a Rogue ST Max, designed for the widest range of players because of its refined game improvement, shaping, and incredible combination of speed, forgiveness. That's most important for me in all-around performance. But if you're a low to single, uh, mid-single digit handicapper, there's the Rogue ST Pro. There's a hollow body construction in that stick with a sleek, compact, compact player's shape. The best game improvement model is Max OS, gives the... Mid to high handicappers, total forgiveness with high launch, wide soles, and enhanced offset. I might have to give that one a whirl. There's the Max OS Lite, their most forgiving high launch iron. 
So it comes with wider soles, increased lofts, and a hot, lightweight package for players with slower swing speeds. No other irons perform like the new Rogue ST irons. Find your Rogue ST iron at CallawayGolf.com slash Go Rogue. Uh, Tiger's on uh, right now on seven, trying to get an up and down for par here. Uh, just try and stay one under par, and it looks like he damn near almost hold out. So he's going to get an up and down oh, for wow. par. I don't know oh, if this is going to be um, uh, without the express written consent of the commissioner of uh, of the NFL. Uh, I'll say that since uh, he's probably at Augusta National right now. <laughs> oh, he's a member, Rich. Uh, you know what? I can neither confirm nor deny, Christopher. I haven't been out there yet. You've got so. the invite from RG1? Uh, to Augusta? Yeah. Um. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> Is that a yes? I, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. Wow. Uh, actually, great, that's he's, great nah, he's never invited me to a <laughs> uh, I don't mean to maintain the mystery any longer. But so have, this, crossed my, this crossed my Twitter feed. Um, this crossed my Twitter feed. What do you got? Um, Consumer Reports has got a report out there about trying to conserve energy. We should all do that to save the planet. And, of sure. course, to save on your energy bills, certainly as the, the temperatures rise. Um, telling you what to set your thermostat on as you oh leave the God. house during the summer. And then what to set your thermostat on at night. Travel and Leisure is reporting this. And apparently, you should set your thermostat at 82 degrees every night. Like, so I can die? And or? 78 <laughs> degrees during the day. And to that, I just have two very, <laughs> very... <laughs> Short words. There's a lot of two words that you can get. <laughs> I'll just use the ones that I could say here. Because okay. I got like 16. Okay, Hell no! <laughs> I was going to go with bleep off. I would, Hell would, no! I just said I had two words for 82 you. 82 degrees. Yeah, I. do they want me to die at night or... <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? This this was obviously not done by people who live in Southern California. Or right? just live anywhere on planet Earth. Right. Like, again, I, I, I want to make sure we yeah. all understand um, that this is done to conserve energy. And, I'll conserve you know, energy otherwise. It's a, serious, it's a very serious subject matter, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, but I'll, I'll conserve in other ways. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, got an electric car. I got an electric car. I'm off the grid. Yeah, you're good. You know what I mean? I'm conserving. You're doing your part. Well, I am kind of sucking energy off, off the electric grid to keep, you know, That's but I'm not putting anything in the air. Right. I'll unplug the fridge for a few I, minutes. Or you know what? I'm, I set my thermostat on 68 every night. And we're then, on, and we're then on 72. 68, man. Yeah. 68. And you, by the way, you look at any of the mattress companies or sleep help companies or anything. They, you should. Cool. 82 is like way off the mark. Way off. Yeah, Does anybody out there really set their thermostat to 82 degrees at night? It's just uncomfortable. Like, so what are they saying? You should be super hot? Like, I don't I don't understand what that means. Like, why 82? That's unbelievable. See, I can I've just never maybe read anything. a little bit yeah, here from I don't know what the you. article said, but it was, it was funny seeing all of those responses. I think our friend Jane Slater was like, I keep it at 65. Like, what is 82? No, no 65 is a little too cold. Um, basically says, um, the report says consumers can save an extra 3% on their energy bill for every degree they raise on their unit. Well, I don't need if that If you're convinced savings. this temperature won't work for you, the program recommends setting it to 78 degrees okay. and lowering it by one degree at a time until you've reached the best possible indoor climate. I'll just cut straight to the chase. 68. <laughs> People who are more, quote-unquote, heat tolerant can also ratchet up the temperature one degree at a time as well. So above, Like 85? Like, what is this, the heat miser from, from like, the Christmas <laughs> cartoons? Wow. Yeah, I don't know about this. Even the man. heat miser from the Christmas cartoons is saying, oh, hold on a minute, Burl Eyes. Let's go down a little bit. <laughs> my, my people tend to run a little bit hot, too. So I don't think that, like, this, get out of here with that. This time, this, this climate's here com- comparable with that noise. <laughs> Sometimes I said it to 68, and I'll wake up in the middle of the night saying, what the hell's happened here? And I'll go to the thermostat, and it says, it's right at 68. And I'm, there goes another one down. <laughs> another one down. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> 82. And, I, and I'm in the valley now, Rich, so it's Oof, like, buddy. you know, summertime's coming. Yeah. 78, I'll melt. 
And for those who don't know about the valley, right? I live I live close to the studio here in El Segundo. So if I were to drive to Brotman's house on a typical Saturday afternoon, I would leave where I live and it, it might would be take 70. An hour. Yeah. Well, I would, it would oh, be yeah, 70 yeah, yeah. degrees. By the time I get to Brotman's house, I guarantee you it's going to be 82. Like, that's yeah, the, yeah. how big the difference is. And sometimes is. it might be 20 degree plus, plus yeah. 20. They suggest switching to linen bedding, lighter colors, or ditching your top sheet for the season to help stay comfortable and cool. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need a comforter, I guess. On particularly hot days, you should avoid running your dishwasher. Oven. I'll do that. Washer and dryer to keep from being heat from being generated inside the house. I can I can live with all those. Just not eighty two. Dude, how often do you wash yeah, you're your not, dishes? Also, you're, you're, you must. I, do you I, ever again, use your oven, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I wash dishes on. on I used the dishwasher w- on Friday before I left the Dallas, but or before then, because you're a single man. Yeah. I, how I, often I, you just leave the dishes and then just screw it? I'll get to that tomorrow. I mean, here's the deal. I, I've, I've, I live with somebody that if I place a fork in the sink, you got to get it immediately. I even got. I heard. I heard that last night. I heard that last night. I put a dish in the sink. Watch it. And because I was just like going to go do something and get back to it in right. ten minutes. I'm coming back. Uh, to no, it. ten seconds. That dish couldn't sit in that sink. Now I'm on that paper plate life. I used to have a full set of dishes Honestly. and stuff, and then I was like, why? Plate life is nice. So I just I've got a couple plates. I try not to use them. I. Paper plates, That's throw it in the trash. Yeah, easy, easy throw out. Easy, easy clean. That's about. To say, of course, you'd be like, yeah, I can, I can handle not putting the dishwasher, using yeah, the dishwasher, definitely. not using the oven. You know, yeah. I'll just, I'll just order in, well, gotta, and I'll just leave the plates in the sink. That's I'm on the air fryer life for it. That's not, not my life. Not an option. Not an option. <laughs> That's why I'm going down to 68 every night, man. <laughs> every night. Is is that permissible or does? It... Oh, it's it's it, we're we're lockstep. Is that a okay. mu- that's a mutually agreed upon. That's a mutually agreed upon yeah. the degree. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine if she was like a 78 type person. I don't know how you can be married to a 70. I don't this is insane to me. This is crazy talk. Keeping it to 70 82 to 82? Okay, what are we talking about what, what, here? What are we talking That's about? Honestly, stupid. like I'm not doing that just so everybody knows. Like I we no you know, nobody sleeps in saunas anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> the news and David Shaw coming up hour 2.